Yes, on 3 of November, it's very, very important that people can actually use the restroom despite what they look like or what their gender actually is. So I'm I'm not only taking part in various different actions. Uh, if you look up Freedom Massachusetts, freedommassachusetts.org, you can go and figure out how to volunteer. Or if you're not interested in volunteering with the main group, you can always go out and talk to people on your own, talk to people that you work with, um, but get educated first. So freedommassachusetts.org. Thank you, Noe. And welcome to Unreliable Narrator's Election Special Podcast. Today, an original 10-minute political satire, Super Patriots, by Carl. Scene 1. The Beginning, 1950. United States Senate. An agitated young senator, Hubert Humphrey of Minnesota, is complaining to another senator, Lyndon Johnson of Texas. They both want to be president someday. In 13 years, Lyndon Johnson will make it. Hubert Humphrey will not. Humphrey is complaining about a fellow politician. I can't stand what he's doing, Lyndon. That horrible politician, making false and irresponsible allegations, sucking up the attention. He's obviously not in control of his faculties. Everyone's taking him seriously, but he's nothing but a dotty demagogue with terrible hair. You know who I'm talking about, right? Senator Joe McCarthy. I hold in my hand a list of 200 active, open communists who are working in the State Department. I have sent a telegram to the Secretary of State to insist that he discharge such communists. But that telegram lies unanswered. Cheap stuff. People ask, why don't I release my list of 300 communists? Well, I can't do so without risk to my sources. But as a professional courtesy, I will show my list of 400 communists to any fellow senator who wants to see it. Oh, of all the... Give it here, Joe. Sit down, you fat little man. Lyndon, you're in the Senate leadership. Do something. Now look, I've drank with McCarthy. He likes to fib just to see what he can get away with. He is an attention hand, and this is his moment of fame. It'll burn itself out soon enough. Scene 2. One year later. McCarthy is holding the Senate floor. He is surrounded by a crowd of fans who are hanging on his every word. These armchair elitists who went to their fancy schools can barely even add two and two. They're mental and moral midgets who don't understand the communist menace. I hope President Truman will approve my proposal to create a communist registry so that we can track communists, homosexuals, and people with foreign names. It's been months now, Lyndon. It's time for us to take a stand against McCarthy. Yes, it is. But the public's on his side now. Look, I admit this has gone on longer than I expected. What can I say? He's tapped into something that the country is feeling. But look at how rude he is to his fellow senators. Uh, thank you, Mr. President. I, uh, I worry that Senator McCarthy's behavior will have a chilling effect on academic freedom. Oh, uh, can it, Grandpa? <laughs> but he keeps body slamming people and ripping out their entrails. Why aren't we arresting him? <sighs> if you're a senator on the Senate floor, you are privileged from arrest. You know that. It's in the Constitution. I'm not saying I like this, but he won't be around much longer. 
You see him drink? His liver won't, anyway. Scene 3. Two years after that. Nothing has changed. McCarthy stands on the Senate floor, holding a gun on a tied-up Hollywood writer who's next to him. Uh, more good news. Tens of thousands of super patriots around this country, inspired by my example, have harassed at least 40,000 suspected communists in their schools and places of employment until they were beaten up or compelled to commit suicide. Thank you. We've got to do more. Here's a Hollywood screenwriter. Thank you. Salad bar was shitty today. Hubert, Hubert, good news. You know I've been telling you for years that we'd hit McCarthy when the time was right? Well, he just killed a senior senator's chief assistant. You don't cross a senior senator. This is the beginning of the end for Joe McCarthy. He just killed somebody a minute ago right up there. Nobody did anything. Oh. Well, (laughs) I'm sure the next time he does something terrible, then that will be the beginning of the end for Joe McCarthy. Uh, hi there, Lyndon. (laughs) Well, if it ain't Tail Gunner Joe. Uh, Lyndon, there's something on your shirt. Oh! (laughs) Joe! (laughs) Uncle! (laughs) Uh, I'm just kidding, Lyndon. Hey, my gang of fans and I are going to be at the bar if you want to tie one on. Let's go fans! (laughs) You're just a good old boy, aren't ya? Hubert, I just hate that guy. You sure you hate that guy? I'm lying to him, not you. Scene 4. One year after that. Four years since the whole start of this crap. Uh, for four years now... I've hated a lot of people and groups because there's too many communists in them. Now I'm going to hate the biggest group yet. The army! Here I go! President Eisenhower, hello? You know who I'm calling about. Look, communists, homosexuals, people with foreigny names, fellow senators, and writers are one thing. But how long are you going to let them slander the army? Mm Mm-hmm. What we've got to do is put them on TV, six hours a day, every day, on all three TV channels, so the public can see what a fool he really is. I just hope I can convince him to do it without him realizing what I'm up to. Hey, Joe. Huh? You want to put your hearings on TV? You bet I do. Edward R. Murrow thinks I'm a disgrace. He's a disgrace. And people will watch it and say, you fool Edward R. Murrow, and then they'll kill him. They'll kill for the same reason I do. (laughs) Well, that just sounds mighty fine. I'm gonna eat you, Lyndon. (laughs) (laughs) Scene 5, Senate Caucus Room, 1954. In today's hearings, the McCarthy Committee will consider the Army's response to allegations that it is full of communists, presented by Army Counsel Joseph Welch. No more waiting. For four years you have claimed you have the names of communists. Present them now. Show us your list in full before the sun goes down. Well, uh, Mr. Welch, I think we've had a good deal of your phony outrage, but... You should know that there is a young man in your employ named Fred Fisher, who was once a member of the Communist Party in America. You're certainly the expert here on phony outrage. And I want Mr. Welch to know I I took steps to ensure that a boy like that will never work for this committee. 
or any other committee. By removing his head! Brad! Let me say that until this moment, Senator, I think I never really gauged your cruelty or your recklessness. Let me say, Mr. Welch, that I expect you to die! Ow! I got you. Have you no sense of decency, sir? At long last, have you no sense of decency? If there is a god in heaven, it will do neither you nor your cause any good. That's it. That's it. Hubert, it's time. Go. Finally. Friends, I rise in opposition to this cruelty from the senator from Wisconsin. I am shocked. Shocked at how far this has gone. Harassment of our private citizens is unacceptable. And the cost of stitching my entrails back in was really, really expensive. The people of my home state of Texas hate communists, but they cherish their freedom. While hating communists, they love living in a land where freedom of dissent is protected. Communists, they hate them. Did you hear what President Eisenhower said? He said, looks like it's no longer McCarthyism, it's McCarthy wasm. <laughs> <laughs> Friends, uh, <coughs> I, uh, I think this debate on whether I'm terrible has gone on for far too long, and I suspect that... The, the communists are prolonging this debate as a way to distract mental and moral midgets from looking at the real threats to this country, and... On the question of whether to condemn Joe McCarthy, 67 senators have voted aye, and 22 senators have voted no. Therefore, the senator stands condemned for actions unbecoming of a senator, and for besmirching the good name of the Senate of the United States. Snakes! Snakes! Oh my god, there's snakes all over me! Epilogue. Senate Floor, 1957. Humphrey is reading a paper with the headline, Joe McCarthy dead of hepatitis, but really cirrhosis of the liver. I guess it was his time. It's sad in a way, isn't it, Lyndon? Now don't waste any tears over old Joe. He got everything he wanted and he blew it. God knows what would happened to this country if we hadn't stopped him. Did we really stop him? It seemed like we spent all our time trying not to stop him. Now we gave him enough rope to hang himself. That's the way you handle demagogues, Hubert. We are not the first civilization to have demagogues, and we won't be the last. Yeah, I just keep thinking of all his victims. And heck, what happens if someday we end up with a president who operates like this? <laughs> if someone like that ever tried to be president, there'd be plenty of opportunities to expose him for what he is. Eventually, the public will always say, enough. The only way I could see someone like that winning is if he won the Electoral College while losing the popular vote. But how often does that happen? It's very rare. Very rare. But hey, enough about this. We saved democracy. Let's go to my office and get loaded. Sounds like a great night. 
Oh, hey. Hey. The corpse of one of Joe's victims is still here. What? Right here, under the desk. I told the janitorial staff to really scrub. Those lazy bums. Eh. Poor fellow. I suppose when you think about it in the global sense, we'll never really even know all their names. Super Patriots was written and performed by Carl Danielson, copyright 2018, who urges you to vote on November 6th for all the Democrats you can possibly find. Send any remarks on topics mentioned in the show to unreliablenarratorpodcast at gmail.com. Visit unreliable-narrator.com or Twitter at unarrator.